Good morning. I always love what Bart called the Harrisburg miracle, which is when the service starts, it looks like the rapture took place. And then after 30 minutes, here you are. So <laughs> praise the Lord you're here. We are going today to do guided exercises in prayer, focusing primarily on silence. And so I'm, to get started, I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 17, the first six or seven verses. And uh, it goes like this. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. I love this passage of Scripture for the sheer gall of Peter. They, they go to the top of a mountain, and there it says Jesus became transfigured. In other words, Jesus went back to his natural state. He looked like he had looked for eternity before he came to this world. He looked as he did when John saw him in Revelation. He looks then like he looks now beside the throne of God. Moses and Elijah, he says, showed up too. They were in probably some glorified state. I'm sure they were shiny. But I love Peter's response. You just... I, I can't imagine it. He just goes, hey, it's good for us to be up here. Let's form a committee. Let's launch a capital campaign for three buildings, one for Elijah, one for Moses, and one for you, Jesus. You know, he could have fallen down at Jesus' feet and worshiped. Or he could have said, Lord, what do you want us to do? But in essence, Peter says, look, I see you talking with Moses and Elijah, Jesus. You guys seem stuck. I have a few suggestions. Here's what we ought to do. And I'm here to get things rolling. Imagine that. What would you, if you do if you were standing before the glorified, transfigured Jesus Christ? When John saw him in Revelation, he said, I fell down before his feet as dead. When Moses saw him in the cleft of the rock, he said, I have to, you know, I can't look directly at your glory. I can only see it from behind, you know, but not Peter. Peter's going, hey, I have a few thoughts. Listen to me. And then in the middle of this, it says Peter didn't, I I'd never caught this before, but it says even before Peter got finished, the father of Jesus comes down in a white cloud and interrupts Peter. Caught him up in mid-sentence because Peter had missed the moment. He had missed what was really going on. And the father says words that are familiar. 
This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. By the way, there's only two times we get a direct quote from the Father in the New Testament. One is when Jesus was baptized. And he said, this is, by the way, the same words. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And God says the same thing here. But let me tell you something. He said it in a totally different tone of voice. I'm sure in the River Jordan, it was melodious and affirming and loving. It wasn't that here. He said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. In other words, he was saying, Peter, shut your yap. And by the way, tone is everything because it says here that their reaction to hearing the father say, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, it said they fell down in terror. Tone is everything. Some of you are married. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) When I come home from a golf course and my wife says, "Uh, did you have a good time? I know it's okay. And if I come home from a golf course and she goes, did you have a good time? Tone is everything. (laughs) I didn't preach it when she was here. Anyway. (laughs) And I'm sure none of you will tell her. I'm sure of it. But what the father in essence was saying is, look, Peter, I didn't bring you and James and John up here to provide housing for Elijah and Moses. I'm sure their houses in heaven are just fine. And I didn't bring you up here to build a condo on this mountain for my son, Jesus. What were they doing up there? What were they talking about? The father and Moses and Elijah were helping prepare Jesus to save the world. They were helping to prepare him to face the cross, to face torture, to face death, to take on evil itself. And Peter was interrupting that conversation. And so God says, this is my beloved son. You listen to him. You be still. As a matter of fact, the scriptures kind of tell us there are times with God, the most important thing we can do is be still and know that he is God. For most of us, that's harder than you think. We're so used to rushing around and doing this and there's eight jillion things and we got lists. Being still. What's that? But we're going to at least try it today because we need to be open to the reality that the Spirit of God is here. And Jesus is not only listening to our prayers, he just may have a response to our prayers this morning. And so I tell you what the Father told Peter, listen, listen. Maybe what he has to give us is more important than what we think we need or want maybe just maybe his response he has responses real actual responses to our requests you notice I didn't say answer because there are some things we'll never get an answer for this side of heaven but that doesn't mean God doesn't give a response real prayer can start from all kinds of issues all kinds of problems, all kinds of emotions, all kinds of predicaments, all kinds of agendas. We are invited to spill our guts before the the God of the universe. But that's not all prayer is. The deepest kind of prayer ends with listening. Listen to him. 
Listen to the one who saved you and is saving you right now. Listen, he has a real interest. Listen to the one who is saving the world. Maybe his agenda is a little bigger than ours. Listen to the one who is praying for you right now. Listen. Today we are going to have three prayer exercises where we primarily listen. And that means the first thing we do is we're going to take a few deep breaths and we're going to relax and we're going to focus on God and we're going to enter into silence. And the first entering into silence is this. We're going to have four different prayer exercises, each of them lasting about five minutes, interspersed with songs and and doing some things uh, I'll explain as we get there. But the first prayer of silence we're going to do today is confession. We are invited to confess our fears, to confess our despairs. Do you despair about anything? To, to confess our worries about our children or our lack of provision or, or the cancer in our body and we, or, or the breaking of bondages in us. How many of us have chains around us no one can see, but we're in bondage. And so what we're going to do is pray who we are in confession, pray our pain, pray our fears, pray those things. And as you pray them, I want to, to invite you to, do, to join with uh, uh, Bartimaeus in the New Testament. Remember, Jesus, he was blind. Jesus walks by and he goes, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of Man, have mercy on me. With every prayer that's inside you, I want you to attach Lord Jesus Christ Son of God, Son of Man, have mercy on me. Because Jesus found that prayer irresistible 2,000 years ago. I think he will find it irresistible now. You can never go wrong with asking God for mercy in the midst. So bow your heads, close your eyes, relax your bodies, take a posture that helps you focus on God. And give up to God with what is inside you that burdens you this day. And keep saying with your prayers, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me.
Second part of this prayer, as you keep your heads bowed and eyes closed in silence, is now that you've confessed, now this part of the prayer is to receive. And you're going to say something like, Dear Lord, you said if I had the faith of a mustard seed, it could move mountains. Lord, I use that mustard seed to receive what you are giving right now. I hold my heart open wide to receive what the Spirit is pouring into it right now. What are you receiving from the Spirit right now? Open, open wide. And now, thank, while in this time of silence, thank Jesus for what he just gave you. Maybe it was love that set your heart on fire. Maybe it was peace that surpasses understanding. Maybe it was a word of guidance. Or maybe you just needed to hear you are forgiven again. But all of us need to know our prayers are heard. An answer is coming. We not, may not know how or when, but our prayers are heard. Will you praise God for what he is giving you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that no matter what's going on or how much pain we're in or how confused we are, we thank you that we know your grace covers us now. Your love saturates us. And we know that all things, no matter what the timetable, work to the good of those who love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for what you've just done in this service in people's lives. 
And God's people say, amen and amen. The second exercise in prayer is for the local church. Again, we're going to take five minutes or so of silence. But basically, we're at a crossroads as a church. Pastor Hank said a year ago, I want a year to get, you know, get in the groove of being a new senior pastor. But after that, we want to see where God takes us. Well, we're there. And so we're going to pray on the basis that Jesus has led us in the past. He will lead us now. We were monocultural, and yet he led us into diversity. We were focused on ourselves and our survival, and let he, yet he led us into multiple ministries into this community. God created the food bank here, the ESL class here. We tried to start a medical clinic, and it went belly up, and then God sent a medical clinic here, and we have a medical clinic. He gave us visions. What and where we are going to pray, where do you want to lead us now? You opened doors in the past. What doors are you opening now? Where into Harrisburg are you leading us? And by the way, while you're praying for God to lead Pastor Hank in the leadership of the church, be open to maybe the Spirit will give you an idea or two of where we might go. Maybe it's an idea. Maybe it'll be a nudge. Maybe it'll be a burden for something that just doesn't go away. Or maybe it'll be something that the very thought of it excites you. Be open to that. And we'll do something with that later. But for now, let us enter into silence and pray for God to open the doors we should go through and close the doors we shouldn't go through and lead us into the future. Let us pray. Lead us into the future, Lord. Now we're going to do something that we did in the first service. And I called Pastor Hank to come and stand in the middle. And if you felt like you got an idea from God, or a nudge, or a burden, or something 
that burns in you, we would like you to come forward and share it with Pastor Hank. No one else will hear, just Pastor Hank, and it'll be a part of the discernment process in this church. You don't have to be sure. This is not a thus saith the Lord kind of thing. You can come up and say, I think it'd be great. I'm 10% sure of that. That's okay. But it is, as, as Pastor Hank receives these uh, bits of what God is putting in your heart, it helps us with the overall discernment process. So, Pastor Esty is going to lead us in this song. It's a perfect song for what we're just praying. I'd like you to stand, like, like now. And, uh, and if you have something, by the way, in the first service, just all kinds of people came up. So, we're going to see who's more spiritual in the second service, how many of you come up. So... Anyway, we're going to sing, pray, continue to pray or worship or pray for what we've been praying for or come up to Pastor Hank. Let's sing. This is my worship. This is my offering. In every moment, I withhold nothing. I'm learning to trust you, even when I can't see you, and even in suffering, I have to believe in you. that again, this is my worship. This is my worship, this is my offering, in every moment, I withhold nothing. I'm learning to trust you, even when I can't see you, and even in suffering, I have to believe in This is the chorus, if you say, if you say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll be in. And when you say to jump, I'm diving in. And if you say be still, then I will wait. If you say to trust, I will obey. I don't want to follow my own way. I'm done chasing feelings. Spirit, lead me. Spirit, lead me. It felt like a burden. But once I could grasp it, you took me further, further than I was asking. But simply to see you is worth it all. My life is an altar, let your fire fall. If you say, if you say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll leave it. When you say to jump, I'm diving in. And if you say be still, then I will. If you say to trust, I will obey. Teach me how to follow in your way. I'm done chasing feelings. Spirit, Spirit, lead me. 
Spirit lead me. Let's do a impromptu responsive prayer. Just say whatever I say. Mean it with all your heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for leading us in the past. We praise you because you're going to lead us now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It is a privilege to serve you. For the glory of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. Okay. The line wasn't as long, but it's okay. Jesus loves you anyway. And uh, so... We're going to go to the third part of our uh, praying exercise. This time we're going to pray for the global church. And that means we're going to pray, you, you're invited to pray for famine, the famine in Africa to end, or for oppression in many Muslim countries to cease. We're going to pray for the gospel to spread, especially as we focus on those you have sent from us as missionaries. By the way, from this congregation, we have missionaries in Asia, in Africa, in South America, in North America, and I'm including Mexico in that, in the Middle East. We are invited to pray for these continents or for our missionaries there. Also, this church has over the years sent out over 20 pastors into the field. I don't know where any of them are. But what we're going to pray is that God will raise up the next generation of missionaries and the next generation of pastors and the next generation of people who are called to ministry. So you are going to pray for anything that, that God, you know, what or who or where you feel your heart led. Let the Spirit lead you in this prayer. And what I want us to do is, is to get into groups of three or four, if you want to get into a bigger group, that's fine. If you just want to get in groups of one and, and two, you know, a couple of people, that's fine. If you're, you know, especially if you're new here and stuff, we don't want to make you feel put on the spot or uncomfortable. You can just pray where you are. You don't have to, you know, uh, you don't have to, uh, you know, be with people. <laughs> so, so anyway, let's take. Let's take the next five minutes, mingle among yourselves, and let us pray for the kingdom of God to come on earth. Let us pray for the global church. And you can sit down if you want to uh, do that.
You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. Great are you, Lord. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore free heart that is broken. Great are you, your breath in our lungs as we pour out our praise pour out our praise your breath in our lungs we pour out our praise to you holy great are you Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Your breath in our lungs, 
Amen. I know some of you aren't finished praying, but we're going to move to the next part. We're going to sing what Esty was playing, at least a verse or two of that. <laughs> you give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope. You restore every heart that is broken. Great are you, Lord. Sing it's your breath. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. Pour out our praise. It's your breath. Our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you. Oh, sing it to your breath, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise, pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you. All the earth and all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. All the earth and all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. Sing all the earth, and all the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. Sing it to breath. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath. In our lungs, so we pour out our praise. Sing it to breath, it's your breath. In our lungs, so we pour out our praise. Pour out our praise, it's your breath. In our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you only. 
Sing, great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Oh, great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Amen. That is what we pray for, is that the world will learn who Jesus is and break into praise. The final prayer exercise here gets back to a, a personal nature. I was really, when I heard Bree do the Shema, I was, uh, I was moved. It kind of let me know I was on the right track because this point is about the Shema. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength and mind. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This prayer is indirectly a prayer for God to invade our souls. This prayer is a prayer for God to create a hunger for himself more than any other hunger. To bless us in our efforts to make disciples. To create in us a desire to pray. A desire to seek his face. To pray for fire poured onto our hearts and God creating a fire for his kingdom. To create in us a hunger for his word, to draw close to him and to each other, to do nothing less than transform us. In this time of silence, I would like you to pray, God, where do you want to grow me? Lord, where do you want to set me free? And to pray, if you have nothing else to pray, pray for the Spirit of God to be poured in us and on us. Because we are forming discipleship groups and we're doing rooted, as you, you know, if you don't know what that is, take a look at bulletins and stuff. But, but these, we, we are doing what we think are biblical ways of doing things, but I have news for you. Only God creates spiritual hunger. No program can do that. And only the Spirit can create transformation. Nothing anyone on the staff can do or anyone in this church creates transformation. We are praying for God. We are praying for the Spirit. We're praying for Jesus to take us to new places of growth with Him. And so there's a per very personal aspect, but there's a it, pray, pray for the church to be successful in disciple-making. Not, not necessarily growth, just we want to make disciples and pray for the, you know, it's that old R word, but, you know, I, I'm old, but I'll say it anyway. Revival. Pray for the Spirit to saturate us with his joy and love. And for him to take, you know, in the Old Testament, Isaiah saw the Lord and he took a, a coal and put it on his mouth. Well, Jesus has changed organs he takes a hot coal and he puts it on our hearts and he sets us on fire. Pray for that, for yourself and for the church and for especially the new ministries and discipleship that they make disciples. Enter in now to silence and pray first starting with yourself. What do you want to grow in me, Lord? Where do you want to set me free? Where do you want to expand me? Listen.
Lord Jesus, create a hunger in us for you and then fill it. Make us hungry and then give us living bread. Make us thirsty and then, Lord, let the river of your love flow through us. Pour your spirit on this church. Pour your spirit on every heart. And Lord, if that heart isn't hungry, make it hungry. If that heart is cynical, Lord, soften it. Pour your spirit. Fill us, inundate us with your spirit, Lord Jesus. In your name we ask it. Amen. I missed a song earlier, but we're going to, you're not going, well, let, I want to sing it. <laughs> I'd like you to stand and we're going to sing And Can It Be, okay? So, it's so rare I get to boss people anymore, so. And can it be? And can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Die he for me who caused his pain For me who him to death pursued Amazing love, how can it be That thou, my God, shouldst die for me Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me. He left his father's. He left his father's throne above. So free, so infinite his grace. And did himself all but love and bled for Adam's helpless reign, tis mercy all immense and free. For oh, oh my God, it found out me, tis mercy all immense and free. For oh my God, it found out me. my prison long my prison spirit lay fast bound in sin and nature's night thy nine diffused a quickening ray I woke the dark in flame with light my chains my chains fell off my heart was free My chains fell off, my heart was free. I rose, went forth, and followed thee. No condemnation now, Adrian. Start to turn the page. No condemnation now, I dread. Jesus and all in him is Alive in him, my living head, and clothed in righteousness, 
Bible, for thy approach the eternal throne. My own bold I approach the eternal throne and claim the crown through Christ my own amazing love. How can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me? I love that. No condemnation, no fear. Hallelujah. Before we leave, I want to do, we're going to do one song and then Pastor Hank's going to do the benediction. But I do want to ask, give, this, give you a chance this morning to ask you this one question. What did Jesus give you this morning? And is there anyone that would like to share it? A word, a touch, the grace to endure, a call to new growth, a new sense of his presence? Did so I'm going to take a step down here and I didn't give them permission. Does <laughs> anybody have something they'd like to share that God gave you before we leave here? Yes, Kevin, come on up to the microphone, but don't try to touch it. <laughs> I've been reminded I'm an impatient man and have been very grateful for the reminder to listen and wait mm. to, uh, to hear what God is saying. Amen. Amen. Tony, house. No, get away. <laughs> Just a great sense of peace and, and patience to wait. Tony's going through some deep waters, but peace in deep waters is amazing stuff. Goes beyond all understanding. Sherry and Gwen, why don't you come on up? I just received an overwhelming sense of calmness and yeah. peace just one minute of the day at a time. Mm -hmm. Keep going like that. Praise the Lord. That's how it often comes, one minute at a time. Hi, Gwen. Well, I'm bigger than you. Let's go. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Unanticipated confirmation. Praise the Lord. Something was confirmed this morning. Praise the Lord. Mike. Uh, that first part when we're praying and asking the Lord, where our confession mm -hmm. and how can he take care of it? And it uh, took a little while, but he made it clear that it was him that has all the answers. Because my three problems, he first said, he's the provider. And then the second problem I had, he says, I'm your savior. And the third one, he says, I'm your deliverer. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Steve, are you coming this way? Oh, no, Okay. Didn't want to scare you there. Okay, well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, I know many more people are taking something out of this service than walked up here. I can see you nodding your heads. And so uh, praise the Lord for what he has done today. I'd like you to, uh, yeah, praise the Lord for what he's done today. Uh, and uh, 
I'd like you to stand as Pastor Esty leads us in a final song and then Pastor Hank will do, pray the benediction. Jesus at the center of it all Jesus at the center of it all From beginning to the end It will always be, it's always been Jesus Nothing else, nothing else Jesus, you're the center. Everything revolves around you. Jesus, you. Jesus, be. Jesus, be the center of our life. Nothing else matters Nothing in this world will do Cause Jesus, you're the center Everything revolves around you Jesus, you From my heart, from my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. from my heart. From Let's pray together. Our God in heaven, we thank you this morning that you are so holy. We thank you that you're so worthy of all our praise. We thank you that you're worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. Lord, we thank you this morning for the chance to give our songs to you, to give our hearts to you, give our prayers to you, and Lord, hopefully to give our lives to you. Father God, we thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit that lives in us, that transforms us into the image of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we thank you for being before us. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for caring us. Thank you for being the center of this church, the center of our lives, the center of it all.
Now, Lord, as we leave and go into this new year, may we go with the confidence of knowing God is with us. May we go with the peace of knowing his mercies are new every morning. And may we go with the love with which he loves us so perfectly, so perfectly. God, we thank you and we praise you and we lift you up. And we give thanks for all that you are. We give thanks for all that you've done. And we look forward to what you still have to do in us, with us, and through us. In your holy and precious name, amen. God bless you all.